0: You're listening to Eagles Unfiltered. Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Maven of Sports Illustrated. Third down and one. Hurts. E even- First down and a touchdown. Here are your hosts, Ed Kraz and Connor Miles. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Another episode of Eagles Unfiltered here. John McMullen, Ed Kratz. We are live here at the Philadelphia Eagles training facility at the NovaCare Complex. As you can see behind us, it is the first day of Eagles training camp in the 2022 season, a season of high expectations after the job Howie Roseman did in the offseason constructing this roster. And now it's just a matter of all putting it all together. And that's the head coach's job, Nick Sirianni. Uh, and today, John, they practiced uh, for how long to get ready for this season? I got
1: 58 minutes, at Kress. 58 minutes. 58 minutes, and I have my stupid training camp out So, yeah. you know, it's day one of training camp. Yeah, it's hot. Um, and this was what the Eagles call a green practice. So, this was a high-intensity practice of 58 minutes.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's... That's what Nick Sirianni calls it. They have three types, three colored practices, green, yellow, and red. And there's going to be four walkthrough sessions, including on day two, which is Thursday. Uh, The Eagles are having just a walkthrough. It's closed to media and fans. There's going to be four of those uh, prior to the first preseason game on August 12th against the New York Jets. So that's a pretty high number of uh, walkthroughs. But Sirianni explained it that... You know they're trying to prevent soft tissue injury. Uh, that early in camp, that's kind of when you see these things happen. I guess studies show that analytics, whatever you want to call it, that soft tissue injuries tend to happen early on in the in camp. So he said we're going to have these higher intensity practices to make up for these walkthroughs. But I guess it was intense. It wasn't a very long practice, but I think there was some intensity. It got, it,
1: it, yeah. yeah, the one thing I will say with Nick's practices, they might be short, but there's not a lot of wasted time. There's not a lot of wasted movement. They do go from drill to drill. Uh, they had team drills for the first time. Obviously, they didn't do any of those in the spring. Uh, guys were pretty intense in that short period of time. I did overhear a great quote from um, uh, someone uh, from the Eagles who said, Andy, speaking of Andy Reid, goes two and a half hours. We, we do yoga and facials. So <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there was none of that today. Uh, and, of course, you know, there's all the bes- behind-the-scenes stuff, too. The players are still here at the facility. They're in meetings. They're looking at the film of today's practice and doing whatever uh, they do behind the scenes to, to get ready for what's next. So, uh, I, you're right. I think it was there wasn't a lot of wasted of time. And it was all red zone drills when they got together yeah, on the 11-11 you know, and 7-on-7s. Seven
1: which makes sense because this is a, a big situational football coaching staff I think they all are but this one seems to emphasize it even a little bit more so the goal is to get better in those key those high leverage situations so they started out with a ton of red zone work um, some good some bad for both sides of the football um you know and, and and Quez Watkins looked pretty good one of my early training camp predictions was that Jalen Rager was going to look good for the reason that he's going to be playing against second and third team talent on the defense, and he did look good today. Some 1-0 and, um, and there, and there were some good and bad from Jalen Hurts. Some really good throws, and one really bad one uh, that Marcus Epps was able to intercept, it was late, and that's one of the issues he had last year. Um, also, a ball kind of slipped out of his hands that Brandon Graham nearly intercepted says some good and bad from from quarterback qb1 on day one which is to be expected
0: sure day one Uh, but yeah that interception you're talking about epps kind of undercut goddard on the throw and it was late and that's why epps was able to have success intercepting it and then that ball we asked brandon graham if anybody batted it at the line because nobody really saw what happened that we were with on the sidelines and he said it slipped out of his hand, but then we asked Jalen Hurts when he came out to talk to us what happened, and he said Miles Sanders uh, ran into him from behind, and that caused the ball to kind of pop out of his hand. And uh, Graham had it for a little while, and then it looked like as he was falling to the ground, he lost it. Um, but yeah, that, that definitely, I think the defensive play of the game, of the day, I should say, was the Epps pick of yeah. Hurts on the throw. And then how about an offensive play of there? Uh, day john what do you well before i get
1: to the offense i want to mention that howie roseman spoke uh before practice and again talked up marcus epps and then on to yeah. marcus maybe made the biggest defensive play of the practice so the eagles seem to be really high on marcus epps now part of that is out of necessity you have to be honest they tried to sign marcus williams they at least kicked the tires on on tyron matthew the honey badger so um You know maybe it's wishful thinking but he he showed some great range on that play even though it was late and that's what the eagles need so that's a real positive best offensive play i think came from uh quez watkins on on a seven on seven drill in the red zone uh again in the red zone as you mentioned it he was working from the slot and it was a back shoulder throw from jalen hurts and it was a perfect throw nice catch avante maddox was draped all over uh, uh, Watkins in coverage and that's a tough throw usually when you think of back shoulder page you're thinking outside guys he was coming from the slot mm-hmm. now maybe that changes when it's 11 on 11 this was 7 on 7 but I gotta tell you I was right behind out of the end zone right behind the throw it was a really really nice throw and a really really nice adjustment from Quez Watkins
0: Watkins well, had a second touchdown too that I can talk about a little bit um and, again, we don't want to overreact here day one, obviously. So, you know, we're just telling you what we heard. Uh, but Watkins had another nice it was another nice throw by Hertz. It was came on a designed rollout, it looked like to me. Hertz sprinted out to his right. And, you know, of course, everybody starts running in that direction. And Watkins was doing a cross, uh, a cross pattern, I guess, in the back of the end zone and uh, left James Bradbury, it looked like, kind of in his wake and created some pretty good separation. And Hertz really fired a nice ball. On the run to his right and hit Watkins uh, in the back of the end zone. So, um, like you said earlier, you know there was some good and there was some bad from from uh, Jalen today, as you'd expect on day one. Um, but uh, I, I want to go back to the defense a minute, a little bit, because you mentioned Marcus Epps and uh, Kayvon Wallace was starting uh, right yeah. at, at, at safety also. And listen, I know Jaquaski Tart he was here, but he's still. You know, he was signed late. I think he came on June 18th. I think he was signed. So, he hasn't been here long. So, he's kind of immersing himself in this defense and getting used to his teammates and how everybody plays. So, today it was Kayvon Wallace who uh, had some reps. And, you know, I don't think he did that poorly. I mean... Uh, no,
1: I think he looked fine. It wasn't... I was surprised by it. Anthony Harris was limited as he comes back from a bout with COVID. So... Um, he wasn't playing, but I thought, you know, if Banting Harris wasn't going to be in team drills, I thought, like you, we would be Tchaikovsky-Tart. And they kind of defaulted to Kayvon Wallace, who's been here, and I think he played pretty well. Maybe that's a early positive step because he obviously has something to prove. Um, and the Eagles could use more youth and speed in the secondary. And, you know, I hadn't really talked about Marcus Epps and Kavon Wallace, you were thinking maybe Epps can win a starting job. Maybe they both can win a starting job because they have more speed. They have more athleticism. So maybe the Eagles are crossing their fingers there.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, Wallace was a fourth-round pick. I mean, he seems to have been hurt by injuries that uh, have kind of derailed him the first couple years. So uh, it makes sense for the Eagles to see uh, what they want to do uh, or how, you know, Wallace can play. And, you know, it was also interesting. Uh, we saw the odd man fronts that we talked about with the new personnel. Jonathan Gannon has been handed. And, you know, the starting nose tackle today was another guy that I guess they want to see some stuff from. Yeah. A sixth-round pick from last year, Marlon Tui-Polotu. Uh, tui Pelotu. tui Pelotu to thank you john um (laughs) uh but they had him working consistently first team reps at nose tackle today um jordan davis the highly touted rookie pick first round pick was working second team so um nothing's being handed to davis uh tui pulatu was in there uh tough to tell what he did or didn't do you know that interior line play is always tough to gauge and in these sort of practice settings. Yeah, but, um, no pads, remember, so. No pads. But we saw a lot of Fasan Reddick and Josh Sweat working on the edge as those overhang players. And I think Brandon Graham was working in there, but it seemed like when I looked out there, Graham was getting a lot of the second team reps with Derek Barnett on the other side. Uh, the first team line, when it was an odd man front, was the Mar- Marlon T, along with Milton Williams uh, and Javon Hargrave. Now, we should note that Fletcher Cox was limited today. He's uh,
1: Also coming back from COVID.
0: Right, right. So he was limited, so he didn't do anything at all, really. Uh, And then Jason Kelsey, you know, he did not uh, do any practicing today. He's coming back from COVID as well. Uh, Zach Paschal, another wide receiver, he was listed as having an illness. Uh, He did not practice. So, um,
1: And I guess we could say, you know, with Kelsey out, Cam Juergens, the rookie second-round pick, stepped up. Which I'm a little surprised by for the reason that, the Eagles made all the other rookies kind of start on the second or third team, even Jordan Davis. Mm-hmm. Look, Jordan Davis is going to play, yeah. but obviously they want to, you know, show that old school mentality that we're not going to hand you anything. And as you mentioned, it started with uh, Marlon tui Um But I think the bigger theme with that is you're going to see a lot of that 5-2 sort of overhang look. mm mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. And that's going to be the Eagles' main look up front. They're going to toggle between some traditional 4-3 and even some some odd-man, three-man fronts. But for the most part, that 5-2 look is going to be what they utilize the most. And the most important part to me, because you know it's going to be Reddick and and Josh Sweat outside, who are the three interior players going to be? And you mentioned... Maybe Milton Williams can get in there. Jonathan Gannon has a lot of options because when Fletcher's healthy, you have Jayvon, Jay you have Jordan, you can use three big defensive tackles, or you can use Milton Williams, you can use Brandon Graham, you can use Derek Barnett. A lot of options, a lot of depth. That's a positive. And the linebackers, we should talk about the linebackers. Yeah. Nicobe Dean started on the second and third team. I think the third team. Yeah. Um, it was – uh, Kaiser White and T.J. Edwards as the starters, then it was Sean Bradley, and Davion Taylor, uh, and then it was Nickobe Dean on the third team. So, starting out the rookies uh, very, very slowly, except for Cam Jurgens, who got thrown in because Jason Kelsey wasn't there. Yeah. And that, yeah. But they still have Jack Anderson. It's like
0: he was taking second team reps. Someone yeah. asked me on Twitter uh, if Jurgens was taking both first and second team reps. He was not. He uh, Jack Anderson was handling. Second team reps and third team was the new guy they signed uh, Cameron. Um, uh, it begins with a T. Yeah, just yeah.
1: signed him. Cameron forgetting?
0: Ron or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he was handling the third team reps. And uh, you know, getting back to TJ Edwards. Tom
1: Cameron Tom. Cameron Tom, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, thinking, I'm thinking on the show. Cameron Tom.
0: Nice job. Nice job. Uh, Two first names. Yeah, yeah, always hard to remember those. I don't know how long we're going to have to remember that. Obviously, he's a long shot to make this team. But anyway, Juergens was first team, Anderson second, and Tom third. Kelsey, I'm sure, will be back at some point. Uh, It won't be Thursday because the Eagles are just doing a walkthrough. Next time we see them is Friday. But I wanted to get back to T.J. Edwards real quick. I thought he made a very nice defensive play uh, covering A.J. Brown uh, across the middle, and Edwards was with him step for step, and he didn't allow Brown to come down with the reception. He kind of ripped it out of Brown's hands. Uh, to break up the pass, which I thought was a really nice play uh, by the starting middle linebacker who's trying to continue to be the starting middle linebacker on this team. But there's a lot of competition uh, at that linebacker spot. Uh, But we'll stick with the rookies because you mentioned Juergens got thrown in. I I also was impressed by uh, Grant Calcaterra, the uh, rookie sixth-round pick tight end. I think he had two touchdown catches, including one kind of in the middle of the end zone on a crossing pattern. He kind of had to dive for a little bit, but he made the catch. Uh, I thought he did some nice things, Calcaterra. Yeah,
1: and the Eagles need a, a backup tight end behind Dallas Goddard. There's nobody entrenched there. So Grant Calcaterra is going to have an opportunity to win that job. Jack stole. Uh, they just signed a kid from Yale. They brought him in. You know, we should we, we should have mentioned the guys starting on the pup list. Two tight ends there, Ty, Tyree Jackson and Richard Rogers started on the pup list. Um, So they need help at tight end. Maybe Grant Calcaterra has an easier path to playing time than more high-profile guys like Cam Juergens. When Jason Kelsey's here, Cam's not going to play, let's be honest. Um, The Eagles do have, for the first time in a long time, uh, good linebackers. TJ Edwards, um, Kaiser White, Davion Taylor. It's not going to be a home run that N'Kobe Dean's on the field week one. Um, They have other options. Uh, Calcaterra has a clear path to playing time if if he can put together a, a good training camp.
0: I should point out, too, Noah Tagai, another tight end. He had a touchdown catch today. Uh, I think with Minshew, Gardner Minshew throwing in the ball. And then we saw Carson Strong make a few passes as well. But I think Reed Sinnette got most of the third-team reps. Yeah. I think Strong really only had one series. But, you know, I think he threw a pretty nice ball a couple times. I don't think he completed either of his throws. But, the, you know, the ball looked good in the air. And, you know, he's somebody certainly to keep an eye on that could uh, be a factor here.
1: And that's one of the things you, you kind of limit with these short practices And by the way, I personally advocate that, so thank you, Nick (laughs) Sirianni. But, you know, 58 minutes is 58 minutes. Um, You only have a a certain number of reps, and, you know, sometimes it's hard to get the fourth stringer at quarterback, any reps, and I think you kind of saw that today with uh, Carson Strong. So maybe they'll rotate that as the days go on. Maybe Strong will be the third team quarterback on Friday maybe Reach and that'll be the fourth teamer right. i think that's the way the eagles will probably handle it yeah
0: but listen we're back we're back here at the NovaCare complex john and i we're going to be with you every step of the way and we're going to be doing these after each practice as long as we can and um you know what's up next is they return to the practice field friday morning at 10 o'clock um, and, you know, make sure you're following us, too, at uh, SI.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles or EagleMaven.com. I have a story running uh, on Devin Allen, who I was fortunate enough to kind of uh, have a brief one-on-one you with. you him, uh, I would w- say. Well, I, I just asked if I could take his picture, and he couldn't have been any nicer. Good dude, Devin Allen. Yeah. So uh, he, he went
1: with the mango, yeah, as went, I put on Twitter.
0: <laughs> the mango water ice. Yeah, so, you know, there's a story there on the site. John's going to have stuff. We talked to A.J. Brown. Uh, Going to be some AJ Brown stories come out of the, coming out of this. And of course, Jalen Hurts, the quarterback, will recap his day. Uh, but make sure you uh, check in and uh, read our stuff. SI.com backslash NFL backslash Eagles. John McMullen, Ed Kratz, signing off from the NovaCare Complex. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts